0: Hi, guys, and welcome back to Furry Face Finance, the show where we help young adults get a vision of their future financial security. I'm JR, And
1: I'm Michael. And in our second episode, we discussed investing your 10%. Uh, We'll drop a a note in the show notes uh, with the link for you to watch that one. Feel free to go ahead and pause us, go down into the show notes, go ahead and watch that one so that you're on track with what we're trying to do here. Uh, But for today, we're going to be talking about risk and very much limiting that risk with your investment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, the, the one thing we do want to address right off the bat is that there is no such thing as no risk in investing especially. There's always going to be some risk. What we're talking about is trying to – keep that risk under control so you know so you don't lose everything is basically what we're talking about. <clears throat> we talked before the show about the fact that just just stepping out of the bed in, in the morning, there's the there's the risk that I might twist my ankle. How how big is the risk? Very small. So that's what we're talking about. It's trying to minimize the risk so it's it's very small. So uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the risks people have taken in investing in the past. Uh, let's start with Bitcoin.
1: Yeah, so with Bitcoin, that has been the big thing. I know with like some of the big entrepreneurs that you'll see on social media, like Gary Vee, they talk about how Bitcoin was promised. Everybody was chasing that quick dollar, and they were saying, "Oh, ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin is going to flip and turn to a hundred thousand overnight." That's what we're talking about, is when you start hearing those kind of numbers, they're really inflated. And honestly, they're not necessarily always honest or have the best data behind them to prove that. So that's a big thing to watch out in what we're talking about. We all want to be successful, but as I want to reiterate what we've been talking about the past few shows, we are talking about the slow, steady grind that's going to get you in the long term. We're not talking about a quick overnight flip scheme like Bitcoin. I mean, honestly, a lot of those people are sitting on it or they have a loss at this point because nobody's purchasing it from them. So they're not making anything if they're even able to sell for what they got to get out of it, it is from my experience of what I've heard people talking about. But some of the other things and maybe more traditionally uh, is casinos. And then, JR, you want to hit on that?
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I used to work up north in Wisconsin at a factory, and the guys would go to the casino for their entertainment. It was just 10 miles down the road, and, oh, they'd get so excited when they'd win 200 bucks. Well, then I'd ask them, okay, how much have you won over the course of this year so far? And, of course, they'd all start kind of hemming and hawing, well, you know, it's been a rough go of it. For a while here well the fact of the matter is i've talked to casino uh people in the casino industry and it's all numbers they know exactly how much you'll spend they know how much to to let you win to entice you to that next level and it it just they the house always wins look at the casino buildings how are they going to build those if if the people who are coming there are winning more than they're losing. They're not going to build buildings like that. The employees are not going to have the cars that they have. That's how they have that kind of money is because you will lose every time. So in the investing space, you know, we can we can invest a, 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 in an index fund that maybe gets 10%. But um but if if you're approached by someone who says hey I can get you 40% return on your investment you probably better talk to a financial planner about that, because especially one that knows that industry, because there's a good chance you're running a lot of risk and might lose all of that. Uh, in, in the case of, of Bitcoin, you know, you buy a bunch of Bitcoin stock and all of a sudden it drops because the the glitz and glamour is over. Um, so, yeah, the key is to just not take a lot of risk, and we kind of have discussed the the level of risk that we think is reasonable is right around a ten percent. If you look at um, at the stock market as a whole from before the Great Depression through to today, and it averages ten percent returns, so that's a pretty pretty conservative return, I would say.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if you're hitting that 10%, that's something to be very happy about, I feel like, especially in the long run, because you know, you're know you getting the return and if you're reinvesting it, then that's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. So, I mean, if you can hit the 18, 19%, by all means, that's a super celebration in my opinion. I know, like JR has talked about, definitely consult some financial advisors. If you're getting worried that you're not hitting the 10%, Maybe reach out to somebody, see if they can give you some advice or look into possibly contacting us. You can either DM us through Snapchat, Instagram. You know, we'll be happy to do some research along with you and kind of see what we can find. I mean, like I said, like we've said in previous episodes, we're not certified financial advisors, but we're here to help you. So we definitely want to give any opportunity we can uh, to help you make sure that you're happy with your investments and you're minimizing as much risk as you can especially if you have a family, because we know how important that money is. Because I know, like JR had talked about in, was it episode two? I believe it was that you were talking about your father um, and how he had taken a hit um, in his stock and had to kind of recalibrate a little bit. So that's another thing. Make sure you're flexible. So even if you don't want to put that full 10% into like a stock or a bond or something along those lines, and you just want to hold it into a savings account, that you have access to for an emergency fund. I think that is a great idea as well, just as kind of a fall net. That way, if something you know happens, you have car trouble, you're not completely invested in stock and then have to freak out and try to sell what you have, you can kind of use a more Warren Buffett strategy in buying for the long term. So put what you feel is comfortable in there to kind of hold that in place and then just let it run itself, kind of set it and forget it. And then kind of go back to, I need to save for my future and what I've got right now as well. So that's kind of the line that I personally take is try to set your expectations for your future, but then also stay present in what you're doing as well and what could be right around the corner waiting you.
0: Right. Yeah. When we're talking conservative investments that are where you're minimizing your risk, every investment's kind of going to have its ups and downs. And um, you do run the risk, like my dad, of of the of the investment, your portfolio, so to speak, takes going down a bit, just as the as you're getting ready to retire, or in my dad's case, just after he took early returns. But like you say, what what we when you minimize that risk, that will might go down just as you're retiring but it leaves enough in there for you to work with um my dad is not living off of only social security because his portfolio went down he just knows that he has to cut back in his retirement years and that's one of the beauties of getting started this early um if you're starting this early and your portfolio takes a, a bit of a hit like my dad's did then you can still you know you can still have a great life he's he's Buys vehicles when he needs a new vehicle. Uh, He has two properties, Um, and so you know, if you if you do have that risk of where you're taking a downturn as you're retiring, you can still bounce back. Um, So yeah, that's that's what we're really looking for is that long term. And then if you implement the some of the fire uh, mentality where you're putting away. 30, 40% 30 40% of your income well then that gives you the opportunity to do a little bit of both you know you can keep your 10% or your 20% invested in something very conservative and then you can find a financial planner that, that where you can you can say i've got this extra 20% that i'm putting aside i want to i want to kind of take some chance with that and keep that core investment stable
1: I think that's a great idea. That's wonderful advice. Cause I mean, you kind of separate the risk, minimize it, but still have your chance. Cause if you find, if you find, for instance, I know a big terminology in Silicon Valley that I've been hearing so much about is unicorns. Everybody wants to invest. And if they hit it big, you find the next Facebook, the next Instagram, boom, your money does go astronomically high, which is great. And that's phenomenal. But that I don't remember exactly the odds, but there is a big, big difference in how much you actually have the chance to hit a unicorn. And, I mean, we've, we're talking about people that have been in the business industry for years and years, decades even, that, are, have, that have a hard time finding the unicorn. So unless you just got that super great feeling, definitely kind of keep that in mind as well if you're investing in something like a startup. Um, but I just wanted to kind of get off on the ranting and just say that we are here for you guys. And I feel like it would be great if you found any value in anything that we've discussed in the first three episodes. If you would leave a comment, maybe tag some friends and kind of let them know that we're here and what we're about. We'd love to hear from you and some friends as well. Um, but definitely just follow us on Instagram or Snapchat. We're also on Facebook even. Uh, so if you want to jump over there. Uh, We try to post content there as well, and we can be reached that way as well. Um, If you want to let your parents know, or maybe grandparents even, and that is something that we uh, are looking for, is some partners to come alongside us to try to help along the way. Um, They can go through our Patreon account, which I think JR may have the link to, that he can kind of talk a little bit more. I know that's been more of his baby um, nest egg that we've been working on, um, but I'll let JR talk a little bit more about that for you guys.
0: Yeah, it's uh, patreon.com slash free face finance, all one word, and uh, I can drop that into the show notes as well.
1: So th- I think that sounds great, guys. Um, for today, just to recap real quick, summarize what we're talking about minimize your risk. We know, like JR's example of twisting your ankle by just jumping out of bed in the morning which we hope you're so excited to come and watch us that you're willing to sit for a little bit longer and hear what we've got to say. And then you can jump out of bed, excited to go invest in your future. Um, But just minimize your risk, make, make the smartest decisions you can. Casinos are always going to win. Don't always believe the hype that if somebody comes across with a 40% or an astronomical number on a return, Definitely do some research or have a financial advisor kind of go over that for you. Um, Other than that, I think that pretty much covers the summary of the episode.
0: Yeah, guys, hey, we believe in you. You can do this.
1: Definitely reach out to us, guys. We're here to help, and we look forward to it. Thanks so much for stopping by.
0: If you enjoyed this episode of Furry-Faced Finance, we'd appreciate you subscribe and tell your friends about it. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating in iTunes.